1: Grant, you look very happy that this song is You know who
0: this is.
1: I wonder who that could be. Britney Spears? Oh,
2: I want to be bad. Lindsay Lohan. I believe 2009.
1: Maybe she was saying that she wanted to make a bad single, because this sounds really bad.
2: I don't know what you're listening to, (laughs) because I think it's great. So welcome to the Lindsay After Show. This is episode three. Can you believe we're only three in? Yeah. Uh, mm And um, I'm Grant Rudder, and with me we have... I'm Stephanie
1: McGraw, guys. And I'm Kylie Hodges.
2: So we started off with moving into this apartment, and it seems like she's going to be moving in for a very long time. Unfortunately, I only saw her move in clothes. What did you see other than her folding clothes and looking at things she never saw before and trying out fur coats with a large cigarette?
3: That is such a good point, Grant, because that's exactly what we saw, is boxes of ten years' worth of clothes. As she said, for some people they don't mean a much, but for me they mean a lot. I mean, you know, these clothes are very expensive. But you're right, we didn't actually see any of the furniture. I know she mm-hmm. that we did see later in the episode they went to go pick up But what about all the other general things that you tend to move in the house, besides clothes?
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Lindsay is like, if this show doesn't work out for her, she could easily be featured in an episode of Hoarders. I mean, she has so much crap, and she's so disorganized with it. You would think if you're Lindsay Lohan, you could have hired a closet organizer at some point in your life.
2: She's so sloppy, and it seems like she doesn't (laughs) even know what she
1: has. No.
2: And that's the thing, like, I mean, if you're going to move, you need to be super organized. And she has all this furniture coming in from Long Island and storage in L.A. I mean, how does she know she even has the space for all of this? And if she knows what she she even likes what she has And before you move all that stuff in. And, and of course, when they went to go pick up the furniture on Long Island, Dina was there to greet them in another sundress.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looking nice and done up, expecting the cameras.
2: Yes. And go ahead.
1: I think it's funny that Lindsay has just a bunch of clothes. And I think that just really shows that this is a woman who's lived out of a suitcase for years Mm -hmm. and just people like designers are going to give her clothes. So obviously she's just been getting a lot of the things that at the time she wanted, but not necessarily would have needed. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: good point. I see what I mean, you're she's been
1: a wanderer, and I'm sure while she was, like, going through her party days, I mean, we all know that she's not allowed at Chateau Marmont because mm-hmm. she was living there for so long and not paying the bills. So, but like... Recently, rumor has it, though, she has been allowed back, and she
3: was spotted there until early wee hours in recently. Really? Really? sober. But that's just... Oh, wow. Again, we I can have walk to be careful, there. though. There's mother, there's some other I miss more, this. There's some other <laughs> Raider Online um, rumors that I want to just comment make us i'm not saying they're true or false Lindsay has actually responded back to one of them um but yes as we all say we can read things that aren't necessarily true but yes there was a rumor that she was there recently so that's very mm. interesting to add back
2: interesting
1: well going into again how it was just the first scene was basically just a continuation of all of last episode, Lindsay wandering around her apartment with a bunch of shit. Um, <laughs> she ended up having to get a second assistant just to help her hang clothes. I mean, girl. Yeah, I mean,
2: the second assistant has no idea what she's in for. No. I mean, basically, a second assistant is really like the, like a personal assistant toward like the 10th power, right? It's like really doing like the, what nobody else wants to do, yeah. correct? It's really just kind of like, like going to the pharmacy, picking up stuff. And so this girl was a week in and she seemed to have nothing positive, nothing, nothing but positive things to say. How long do you give her?
1: I don't know. I feel like she's just going to be a little blip.
2: Like, yeah.
3: In and out. There mm-hmm. is one question I want to bring up here, guys, is that, and that brings me back then to one of the rumors. So this girl, Holly Taylor, mm-hmm. as she was recently hired, as she just said, I was just hired the other day, I'm a new second assistant. There was a rumour that Radar Online put out, Lindsay saying that she's recently fired Michael, who's her sober bari- oh, really? coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was put out saying and with the suggestion that he was only hired for this reality show wow. then once it is. Although he's a core part of her, which would all help, her health in general and her life after this. I mean, she's not, one would think, becoming sober just for a TV show just to reignite her career. We're hoping there's a lot, there's an underlying intention. Generally, she wants to get better, right? So it makes you kind of question, are people being hired? We know Matt was just recently hired. And went out to New York and everything. People
1: being hired just for this show. And well and who's doing the, the hiring? That makes Our me team. think that the producers mm-hmm. said, Lindsay, would you like to have a sober coach? We can produce you a sober coach. Mm-hmm. It's more like he was cast.
2: When I read that in, when I read that on radar online, yeah. I, I believed it. I really did. I said, Yeah, no, they, it's probably true. It was probably for the cameras, because I just believe everything is so contrived anyway. And Lindsay I don't believe she would have the patience to keep someone like that around. I really feel like after a few months, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I got it, I'm good. And just, that's not the reality. I just feel like she would be okay with letting him go. But e! Online did clear it up. They put a picture that Lindsay Instagrammed of yep. the two of them, and there wasn't a friend involved. Maybe it was AJ in that picture. Yeah, did AJ you see was it? In it. Yeah. yeah. But who knows when that photo was taken? So well, you never she, know.
3: She did hit Twitter back saying, guys, really? Are you talking about the same guy? And, you know, showed a picture of the two of them that I was with today. You know, get your facts, get your life radar. Right. But one just, I don't know, just question. Viewers, you know, comment down below with our YouTubes and let us know what you think personally. Are people just being hired for this production? Is this really a production?
1: Is her Mm -hmm. sobriety a production? Mm -hmm. She claims it's sacred, but it's... If it's that sacred, then why are you making a TV show right. about it? Well, you know, what it, you know what it is
2: a total production is Matt trying to do his job, the personal assistant, the yeah. first. He cannot get five minutes to talk with Lindsay. And I think it's totally realistic. Five minutes to the beginning of a day and five minutes at the end. But she just will not have it. What do you think? Do you think she's just too caught up in trying to move in and it's just too much? Because moving is a pain. But, is, of course, my opinion is she's just using that just so she can't talk to him.
1: Here's my opinion. Moving is a pain when you have a real job where you're working 40 hours a week and you're moving. When your only job is to move, it's not as big of a pain as it would be when you're doing other things in her- your life. But Lindsay's life is literally just about being sober. It's not like she has to go to work. Going For her, going to work is making this documentary, which means she just has to wake up and be willing to let people turn a camera on in front of her and just move. Just That's move. it. Yeah, she Just can't. She can't do anything.
2: I mean, in this episode, she went to an AA meeting, and it was the first time she went she's since went she's it. been in New York, and she's Guys. been
1: sober fifty-six days. That's a long time to not attend an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. Which I may say, though, I'm going to have to sit on the fence with this
3: one. Okay. Even though I know I completely agree from the outside, generally we're watching this and we're like, "Girl, it's the only thing you have to do." Yeah. I mean, really, you're not working. It's frustrating for me. But you also, you've got to take another point of view. You're also looking at an addict. A someone who, as you said, for you, who's a normal, um, when I say normal, but uh, individual sober. within the population who's sober, mm. doesn't have addiction issues and stuff, mm. isn't mentally ill. Yes, I mean, th- what you see, moving house, even though they do describe it as what was one of the top five most stressful, oh. there's, there's divorce, there's marriage, it yeah. actually yeah. is, it's number four. Wow. Um, <laughs> but for Lindsay, for someone with a mental health issue, no, this is a pretty profound and a big adjustment big
2: thing. Do you, so you think need, it's just because got, there's a you lot got of to change look
3: at a different perspective? Sure. Yeah. But why
2: doesn't this girl have a moving manager and a professional organizer and a closet organizer and a team of people? Why I mean, she can't do it. She can't yeah. do it. I mean, the massive amount of stuff and the clothes and everything coming from different places and moving across country. Maybe she must have somebody help her move stuff across country, but why is there not somebody in there doing this for her? She can't do it. I wouldn't even want to do all that. And I'm maybe, pretty organized.
3: Yeah, well maybe that was one of the things that Matt wanted to actually bring up with
1: her if she'd given him five minutes
2: we'll never know, you know
3: what?
1: that actually brings up a question that i've had in the back of my mind for a while and i just mm-hmm. keep forgetting to discuss it with you guys Lindsay has said uh before she got her apartment she's like i won't get the keys for another two days and that's two more days of living in a hotel and that's money i don't have do you guys think she's like going broke I do, And that's why she doesn't have all of these resources that you'd probably have to pay for. Well,
2: let's see. They got her they, the apartment. She's reliant on this $2 million allegedly is what she made for doing this. Oh. And 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 I don't see where she had all the money to do everything else like yeah. with the rehabs and and these other films that she's in. I can't imagine they had large paydays for her.
1: Yeah, I mean well, I, think she's I mean reliant I don't on I'm it. not a financial advisor, but I assume <laughs> she probably wasn't like smartest with her finances during all of her partying days. Yeah. I mean like the hotel thing, like she owed them money and wasn't paying mm-hmm. them, so is it because she didn't want to or because she didn't have it? So, I mean, yeah, it, I mean it would, it would be helpful be to have away. all these people in her life, yeah. but if the show isn't going to provide them for her, maybe she doesn't have them because she can't afford to have them.
3: Hence the fact Do we come back to is everything being produced for yeah. this show. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I was watching with Matt, going mm-hmm. back to the personal assistant, and I was wondering, has Lindsay even ever had one? Of course she has. She was taken care of as a child for many years, I'm sure. Mm. And that's why she can't really do anything. But, I mean... And you she just does not really doesn't want to,
3: to in ho- all honesty, trust Dana and Michael as to be really no. taking care of <laughs>
2: No. no not but she doesn't know how to work with him. It's almost like she's learning how to, like, operate, like, with having an assistant. It was like, doesn't she kind of have an idea of what it's like, the, the, the you know, the coming and going, the exchange of information, how invested those assistants are? I thought that was really interesting when Matt was like, you have to be so personally... believe in and so involved with this person you have to really believe in them Mm. and it it made me question why he even took her on would anybody blame him for walking away
1: yeah i couldn't do it she's really bad at communicating and really self-involved when he had that short little conversation with her in her apartment i mean he didn't get to say much It was Mm -hmm. just her attacking him for not having keys. She didn't even give him the opportunity to give his side of the story. But he also didn't try to give it. He Mm -hmm. knew that that was a lost cause and just said, okay, I'll take it. It's my bad. He
2: had the patience of ten saints in that conversation because I couldn't handle it. I (laughs) would have had to tell her where to go, and that would have been it for me. But Mm -hmm. I really couldn't. I mean, I don't know if I could have ever dealt with that. I mean, just not even an opportunity to say, like, here's what's going on. I mean, nothing. What is the point?
3: I think Matt, though, what he's discovering is you said, why would he take her on? I think from the outside you look, okay, it's just another celebrity. He's dealt with a lot of, you know, demanding celebrities in the past as a personal assistant. But what he didn't realise, and, and for most assistants, in fact I'm going to say nearly all... Are not equipped, nor they've had the experience to deal with not just a celebrity, but an individual who was working through a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking about addiction here. I know I'm going to keep on bringing it back. And no, but that's you're a probably going to get significant no, But you need legit. to remember, you're looking at two individuals. You're looking at Lindsay, who we all know as the actress in the tabloids. We know that Lindsay. We know the diva antics, and we see them. And we're like, oh, I think I know that Lindsay. But we don't know really where's the line. Where's Lindsay the person and Lindsay who's got a mental health issue, who's battling addiction. They're two different people in all honesty. So it's really tough at the moment because we, as the viewers and as the people who have watched and watched Lindsay grow up, we don't know the difference because she's on camera. Maybe
1: that is a point of the show is that they're trying to show that Lindsay isn't like us. Mm -hmm. And all these people who are like us who are trying to help her, like... It just doesn't get – things don't get through to her the way they do to us. And it's taking all of these little freakouts and mishaps for us to finally put those pieces together and have, like, that moment of clarity like, oh, this is a mental illness. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know much about addiction and and um, just recoveries in general, but I'm I'm learning that, as you're saying, it's not just – being sober and you're instantly okay. It's like a day-to-day battle. And every simple thing is harder for her than it would ever be for us.
3: Exactly. And I think that what you said, and we'll touch on it later when we talk about the interview with Oprah, Mm -hmm. I'm making an assumption here that Oprah had some of the intention by making this doco series is exactly for that. As she says, we we want you to teach us so whether that's also teach us and show us the other part of Lindsay and how we get the raw, real Lindsay. We've seen all this antics and the, her telling Matt, literally talking as though he's you know, completely submit Like, Matt, um, you're making me feel like I work for you. Like, yeah. all this, you're just like, it's oh, it's show. cringeworthy. It, it really is. is. But Oprah doesn't want that. We know this. Mm-hmm. What this doco series, what she wants, I'm thinking, is to bring out the Lindsay who's the addict, who those addict people out there in the community that are suffering from this mental health issue can relate to. We want to see that raw underneath that real. We don't want to see all this fluffy-duffy and I realise that's what we've got so far, moving houses, apartments, I've got all these clothes, I've got hashtag, again, first world problems. Mm. We want to see Lindsay... The tears, the difficulty of going through AA meetings, of going through living every day and not wanting to, as she said, have a drink. Mm-hmm. But coming back then to her meeting with AJ, and as she's being stressed, she says, That's the only thing that's private. That's the only thing that's sacred. Yeah,
2: I don't want anything. This is my therapist on camera. I don't want the cameras at AA meetings, which, I mean, uh, the, the, you can imagine production just must feel such frustration with that. I mean, well, you,
3: it's a real person. I know the same you can't time. do that with AA. But when she says, You know, my. So um, going through this, that's the one private part that I have. Mm -hmm. Well, then what did you sign up to do? What did you think the doco series was going to be? You don't want to be Kim Kardashian. You don't want this a reality show. So what, are we just going to
1: film you moving? Yeah, she keeps playing the victim as though she was, like, duped into something she didn't agree to. But, like... Girl, were you asleep during this meeting where you signed a bunch of contracts saying I'm going to make you docu-series about becoming sober? You
2: know what it is? I think, she, I think Oprah presented this with her and she wasn't going to say no to Oprah and she no. really didn't think it all the way through.
1: I'm sure she had people telling her that it was a great idea. But she wasn't, yeah, like you said, she wasn't really processing what this commitment involved.
3: All right. I think my favorite yeah. quote then from Oprah based on that is that I think, as Oprah said, Lindsay, I think you're very heart smart but I don't think you're very brain smart. I think that's very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. The girl, she's an artist at the end of the day. She's very creative. She is talented. Yeah. Um, however, brain, logic, yeah. thinking through consequences. She's more like a teenage yeah.
2: boy. She's an <laughs> artist. She's talented, but she's also very late. <laughs> with production yeah. and very MIA and hard to get in touch with to the point where she's communicating with Amy Rice, the director of the series, through text messaging. Um, the day after she moved in, she needed to take all this time. And I could kind of relate to her, though, in that sense. Of course, I'm not committing to a reality show, or in this case, a docuseries, but I, was, I wouldn't really want anybody in my place the day after I move in. I have stuff to do. So in a way, I was like, okay, I can kind of get it, but it's definitely a crutch. That's what I feel with her, anyway. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
1: I I mean, it's what she signed up for, girl. I don't don't know how else to... She
2: did commit to that production day, you're right. Yeah,
1: and then she uses the excuse that she has AA and dermatology appointments. It's like, okay, but you said this day was okay
2: what i find super frustrating with her is she is someone that's grown up in the business and knows how it works and yet she's committed to these days these production days with the the crew is going to be there they're they're set up ready to go and she just blows them off and like she knows what that means to have a crew there she Mm -hmm. knows what a production schedule is she knows how it goes on all the people involved that have to rely on her Mm -hmm. and yet she still just is like yeah no i just need a day to relax and just be peaceful and I just find that so frustrating and so insulting to the people who really are doing everything they can. not They're even helping her. They've made an agreement to help her move her stuff and build furniture or whatever they had to do to get her settled.
1: So I have another question: What exactly is her sober coach doing? Because we're not seeing much of him. On, I mean, we see him on camera. He was, but hanging, he's always just like in the background. He was
2: know? hanging on, um, shorts on um, on hangers.
1: Right, but I mean, yeah. That's it. But, But like, you know, is he supposed to just monitor her and make sure she's sober and that's that? Or is it supposed to be more on a therapist level? She did say she she has a therapist. With my therapist. So who is her therapist? Like, Mm -hmm. I kind of, to me, I associated a sober coach being a therapist as well. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's not his role. Maybe his role is really just to babysit her and make sure that she is staying clean from something. It's total
2: babysitting to me. He's just sitting on the couch every time.
1: Yeah. I he doesn't that, look happy about it.
3: No. <laughs> Although I don't know if we're getting the full exactly. picture no, on no, with not. them because every time that she says, I can't come there, she's with Michael, though. Mm-hmm. The cameras are off and she's not there. And I think that brings us back to the point that she made with the discussion with AJ, why she's she keeps this so sacred and so private. It's exactly that. The process the thing that we want to see is her getting through and remaining sober and that is mean spending time with Michael and going through but she doesn't want the cameras on for that.
1: That's very frustrating for me as a viewer and I'm Mm. sure for everybody involved.
2: Have we correct me if I'm wrong, have we ever seen a one on one sit down session with her and Michael?
1: No. No.
3: Talking about how's it going, what's the management, you know, what sort of process, what hurdles and challenge have we gone through and gotten through at Mm. the moment? I feel
1: like we are getting a little robbed of her sob- sobriety process mm. because, I mean, and because that's she wants her to keep it doing, sacred, but yeah. it's like, yeah. that's what this is about. Right, I just, I want yeah. more. I want to know what is happening. And she just shuts it out. And then it makes these episodes clearly very, um, it looks like it was a struggle to put this episode together because she's mm. just not giving what this docuseries calls for.
2: The headache that she's given production yes. the whole time I can only imagine. I can't move on until we discuss this next topic, and that's the outfits, the makeup, the clothing, the appearance. We,
3: we still, we are, we take this, well, I, take, I know we all do take addiction and mental health, very serious, and this still is serious, but as Grant said, it lends itself to. We've got to bring it up. If this we're gonna, girl, yeah,
2: if we're going to be real and we're going to really rip this episode and analyze it correctly, we need to. We need to discuss awesome. what we see.
3: What is she, she? If she's clearly dressing herself, she doesn't have a stylist because whoever it is, if they you are never let her, they do need that. to fire her <laughs> for her body, for her shape, just every her color shape. match. Whether it's the purple lipstick, whether it's the she, I don't know, if she was chicken. wearing a bra or not? Oh, Braves. never.
1: She never has a bra on. No, I'm, you, and, can see and you, can you can see things. You can see <laughs> details. You can see things, and you can <laughs> see size differences and uh, drooping that I didn't know a twenty-seven-year-old could droop so low.
2: I don't even feel bad. I mean, someone could argue, well, she's in her own home and she's unpacking. You no, know girl, what? Put on a bra. You have a crew there. <laughs> Get it together. Even in those one-on-ones, I mean, the makeup. I mean, is there anybody? I can.
1: Everybody on set? I think the outfits that kill me the most are the ones where it looks like she tried. Like when oh. she had her outfit, when she, when she got the her keys.
3: Or that oh. bandana. Yeah, when she got, when, she, exactly. And the, she had yeah. the little black thooze with the three quarter. It you was know, like the, boyfriend, the pants, boyfriend pants.
1: And then she had this like white blouse tied as like a chicken bra. So oh, it was like yeah, this. Yeah. But the pants were like low rise. So there's this weird, awkward like midsection <laughs> yep. showing and it. Uh, and then, uh, though, I wrote this down in all capitals. Blue pants
2: FUPA. It exists. It it exists. It's really there.
1: She's 27 years old. Her body does, I truly believe her body does not look the way she made it look in those blue pants. Because when she she was wearing these high waisted blue pants and the way they were squeezing and scrunching it made her look worse than she looked perhaps they were
2: too small is that what you're saying or they were just not a good choice they were a horrible choice yes
3: I know why she's got I mean for a girl that has we've all seen boxes and boxes (laughs) ten years of clothes Right? why can she not pick an outfit that actually looks (laughs) looks good on her
2: you know oh what God. it is. I it's mean, the girl
3: that has too much too many clothes but has nothing to wear. Yeah.
2: And she's exactly. a, and she's a slob. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. She is the way she kept that hotel room with all the stuff in oh. mounds of clothes on the floor, and then she blames Matt for like not organizing yeah. her stuff. I mean she's a slob. She probably just goes and, and I know people like this who just pick things up off the floor. Like the cameras yeah. are here, I can't be late, we gotta go. And you yeah. know, just be all dramatic about it instead of taking preparing and Laying out an outfit like we would do. Yeah. She's mm. just a slob and she and it looks that way. And you can tell. You can tell when somebody's slobby because sloppy because of the way they look.
1: Yeah, I don't think she's looking for a roommate, but I would never be her roommate. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's so too much. So stuff. don't even ask Lindsay. Don't even ask me to be your roommate, because I won't do <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> oh, she was a mess. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's move on to the best part of this episode, which was the coming of Oprah.
1: Oprah. She rolled mm. down
2: the road with her. Um, her, the executive producer of the Oprah show—I cannot remember her name—the blonde lady, the lovely oh. blonde lady—who was keeping tabs right. on everything and was, of course, in contact with Curtis. Was that it? Was that his name? Craig. 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 Craig yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the he, he VP is... or
1: the executive at OWN. Right. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Pilgrim.
2: Pilgrim. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so she rolled down that freeway getting ready for business. And they really gave Oprah a lot of airtime to really give her thoughts on what she's been hearing, the reflection of the notes, and what she's going to do. And I thought it was really interesting that it was so raw and uncut they really didn't edit her down.
1: No, I. Lo- yeah. Oprah swearing was like the greatest thing to happen to me today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the
3: best we
1: saw more of the reality side of Oprah, yeah, yeah. I think, it. in this
3: episode than we actually did with Lindsay.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> to yes. some respect. I mean, totally. we,
3: everything that we saw, I felt in this episode of Lindsay's personality and her outlandish, well, you know, her antics. We've seen that. That mm. wasn't new. That's I true. we almost saw a different side, a little bit side of Oprah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't see Oprah this candid. Dropping the F-bomb. Yeah, it was mm-hmm awesome. <laughs> thing
2: It said in the text that it was a scheduled drop-in. I believe that was the word they used. So, in a way, I guess mm-hmm. that was their way of saying, like, it wasn't Oprah coming and taking care of business and being like, I need to talk to you. It was more along the lines of, I guess that was like a plot point in the production that point. she was scheduled Episodery, to come in.
3: I'm going to come yeah. to it. Yeah. Right,
2: right. Mm-hmm. So, do you think we're going to see her again? I think we, we probably will see her towards yeah. the end. I think we need to see her more often mm-hmm. because she got that show back on the rails because it was a mess. Yes. Up till this, it really was a mess, and we and we mentioned that really nothing was happening. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, you know, and we saw a trailer for the next episode, or it could even be the rest of the season, um, right before the last scene at the end of the show. And I really thought that that seemed more interesting than a lot of the things that we've seen from Lindsay so far. I mean, we're almost halfway through this series, mm. and so far. Lindsay has an apartment, and she doesn't want to make the show that we're watching. <laughs>
2: That's it. And That's she, it. And there's really no projects lined up. That Oprah no. mentioned in the car that there was going to be a shoot scheduled for the following week that she could not commit to. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what that is. Was it a magazine mm-hmm. shoot? Was it, a, was it press? Was it photos? Uh, perhaps Owen promos? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I wish they said what that was, what she didn't commit to, because she's supposed to be on this mission to get more work.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like I said this to you guys when we were off camera, but I'd really like to see what a call sheet for a day of shooting with Lindsay it looks like. Yep. You know, how much how much it was she skipping out on that we should have seen by now? But also as we talked about
3: how much of this show and it's got to be produced. I mean at the end of the day yes. you are producing you yes, there are gonna be parts that you're gonna to have to produce to a certain extent, mm-hmm. you know, if some people would have call it stage. But how much of this doco
1: series is really being fabricated. Mm -hmm. I thought that this... um, Now, I interpreted the meeting with Oprah not as something that was like a scheduled, like, okay, Oprah's going to check in with Lindsay at this point. Mm -hmm. I think it was like, hey, Oprah, the show's going to shit. You should (laughs) make a meeting with Lindsay. So it wasn't like a a surprise drop-in, but it was like Oprah said, okay, I'm going to intervene. So, I mean, it kind of seems like it would make more sense from what you mm-hmm. said, but I had yeah. interpreted But in
3: okay. perhaps way. they want the viewers to think it's yeah. more Oprah. Yeah.
1: Now guys, what did you think,
3: though, about the conversation once Oprah got there to Dina's house between her and Lindsay? Well,
2: I was a little distracted, because Dina was there.
0: Oh. So I, had to see the,
2: I had to see the interaction. The mother was Dana's there. Dina's
3: number one fan. <laughs> yeah. <Here> we are.
2: <laughs> if you watched Living Lohan, you know the grandmother played a large role in that, in that series, so glad to see her again. She looked good. She's
0: adorable.
2: <laughs> Dina was very orange, and yeah. they, in fact, Perez always called her the Orange Oprah. And they they, <laughs> they they gave each other a hug and embraced. It was it was a nice moment in television history.
1: When Oprah walked into Dina's house, I wanted her to just point like, "You get a show, mm-hmm. and you get a show, and you get a show" to her grandma and mom. Well, <laughs> well the fact that you yeah, the
3: house and there's that Justin Bieber. I was like, "And wonder what Babe's doing with himself? Wasn't he just recently jailed? Just- Wait,
1: did they say that? Wait, Oprah said something yeah, about him. She thought. Oh, What's
2: that.
3: The, yeah. Oh, injured,
1: I Guys, where were
2: you at? I, I mean, like, we I, I told you, I was distracted, okay? <laughs> but, no, I mean, really, if she's going to give things away, she should probably pay off Dina's mortgage because our yes. house is in and out of foreclosure. And it was true because that house actually, just a little mm. information, mm-hmm. before she got that DUI, which we saw in the previous episode, the week before that was when the bank for, like, said we're going to start foreclosing on your home. That's so sad. So, and then here we are in this the next episode and and there they are at the house so who knows what's going on in that house Mm. i mean and and that must go back to what Lindsay said in previous episodes about how she has to be the adult child and take care of all this stuff she's it's it's been in the press allegedly that she's pulled that house out of foreclosure several times
3: so maybe that when we mm. talked about her finance maybe some of that has actually unfortunately gone to supporting her parents Mm. but then coming back with the parents we all of us noted Michael made a couple of appearances Mm -hmm. at the start of the episode and then we have Mum at the end, which we'll see further on, Dina, next week, sitting down with Oprah, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure she's extremely excited about. But do we not agree, Michael, her dad is, he is, you can almost... Ooh, the desperation is coming through the screen. Where just get me on camera. I know yes. reality. I'm gonna start a fight. I'm gonna do. I
1: just he's such I need a snake. Time. Yeah, he's such a snake. And I feel like if I was a producer on the show, I would love him because he knows how to get the sound bite He knows what the crew is there for. They're there for some juicy on-camera footage. Yep. and he's like, I'll feed it to you guys. Let me go strut up to Lindsay's assistant. To try and stir the pot. And then he goes, hey, hey, Matt, are you pissed? Or are you going to quit? <laughs> yeah. Lindsay's he's really pissing off. you off, isn't she? Yeah. You know, he's just, like, feeding it to you him. It's so it. obvious, it's and I so love obvious. it. It's so
2: obvious. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy about it, too. I mean, he's, he's so transparent.
1: Yes. yeah. He, yes. he
2: wants another show, I guess. <laughs> what, what, what was he on on VH1? Was he on Couples Therapy? Was that it?
1: Um, He was on Celebrity Rehab. Celebrity
2: Rehab. rehab. Oh, celebrity rehab. Yes. Yeah, the, yes. the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's surprising. I'm
1: really surprised Dina hasn't. Been put in any rehab situation? Yeah, she. Yeah, Yet, honey. The, her she mannerisms. Just, uh, why? Why
2: would she need it?
1: <laughs> with the way that it, we saw that little clip of her talking with Oprah in next week's episode, her mannerisms just seem off. Like, doesn't she just seem? She seemed very like.
2: Well, she was like aloof, her hair I, and just kind of like getting ready for. And it was but like they, a mom, I, did you catch that? Woman. Did you catch that shot when they mm-hmm. were when Oprah was about to? Enter and oh, Lindsay and she was, was getting, kind of adjusting herself, herself and then they just cut to a quick shot of Dina, and she just like whisked her hair <laughs> really quick, just like she, she was ready. To, she yeah. was ready for the cameras. I'm so glad someone thought of putting that in because that that to me is her. And I've, as you know, I followed this family, and that to me is this Dina.
1: But see, doesn't that show, like wave a red flag that that's like not normal for a mother, a, like a grown woman acting like this like, giggly teenage girl who doesn't have her shit together and can barely keep her children, you know, holding them accountable. And then maybe I'm... I am making assumptions that she relies on Lindsay for maybe financial support, as you, Mm. like, suggested. But, I mean, those are all things that, like, a mom shouldn't be doing.
0: Well, she's an enabler.
1: Well, no, it
3: takes us more back to giving the viewers and everyone more of an understanding, okay, we are learning about Lindsay and then, that also means if Lindsay's not going to open up yet and be as raw and real as that we'd like her to see, we get to see more about, okay, where's it all come from? Mm-hmm. And that means the background, that means the family. They're not going to be necessarily real, but just displaying and seeing who their parents are is yeah. as real enough as we yeah. can get. Because as yeah. you say, what kind of mum's that? You're like, wow, that's going to be tough for a kid to grow up then with their, if they're yeah. their parental influences. I mean, they're their parents. These are their role models.
1: The few things that I do know about her personal life with her parents growing up, I mean, that tells me she's been handed a rough deck, deck of cards. Mm-hmm. And that would make perfect sense why she's had addiction problems and why her life has been so messy.
2: I mean, and both, uh, allegedly, again, but I mean, both her parents are addicts. Yeah. Is that, is oh, no, allegedly, yeah. they are addicts.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've talked about
3: them and, and they've mm-hmm. come through. But coming back with the conversation with Oprah, I think some of the statements that Oprah made... Which we talked about was uh, uh, where do you think uh, she, Oprah, lies and sits when she says, as she mentioned, I don't really care if this pro production, you know, falls through. She says, just let it go. And I will let it go if you're not prepared to do this. Do you think Oprah, honestly, though?
2: I think Oprah was being a producer and she was saying, look, we have some footage, so we can still do a special. Mm hmm. We might not have the series, but at this point we can do, like, the Days After Rehab, Lindsay Lohan. Like, they can still do something. So, I And and any producer would. They're not going to throw away what they already have. And so at that point she was like, well, we can make something out of this. We have a few sound bites. And that was it. I wonder how many episodes were ordered for the show.
1: Uh, Originally? Originally. Like, do you think it was more than eight?
2: I do. Yeah. I think it was probably ten or twelve.
1: I wonder if... Oprah said that to kind of light a fire under Lindsay's ass because she knew that by saying that would make Lindsay want it more, you know, Mm. like Lindsay bitches about, oh, I've never done a documentary. This is so hard. I'm not used to it. But like, obviously she wants to be on camera and she wants to be seen. So once it's like it's dangled in front of her and she knows that she can have it, she can play hard to get. But once it's pulled away, she's like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Hang on. Hang on. I'll, I'll play ball.
2: Right, Oprah said, um, you know, she, she made it seem like it was Lindsay's decision. Yes. And it yes. is and it isn't at this point. At this point.
3: It comes, I mean, we talked about it briefly last week when I was saying about individuals, celebrities in particular when they go through an addiction and then the rehabilitation stuff. There's so many people, as Oprah mentioned, so many people that um, their whole entire income, though, rests on Lindsay. When someone has a team and a production, you let them down. And as she said, Lindsay, you know this, you're a professional woman. Mm-hmm. You've, you're. It's not just you if you want to cancel us. You let down a team of people. But that also means the reason you've let them down is because that team of people, including Oprah, income, money, investment and time has been put on you. You don't get better. You don't get what we want. then it all comes down so it really comes again you've got to always question whose intentions who do they really do they really want to see Lindsay healthy and getting through this you know if she was really struggling and think this is going to interfere we're going to let it go or no we've got to get her back onto schedule because we've Mm -hmm. invested so much money into this yeah they're
1: losing an investment I,
2: I agree with your point exactly I mean I questioned from the beginning why Oprah would think that this would be the appropriate time for a show like this
1: well, and you and mentioned so earlier
2: to go. Yeah, just to go to your point, I mean, like, is it? What is it? Her? Who's interest is it in?
3: Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, talking about, um, and I guess we, we sort of talked about. We want to bring this up for news and gossip, um, which is the ratings. Yeah, and talking about the yep. series, mm-hmm. and then we all know though, that the own network has been struggling. And it's actually, even though Lindsay's show, um, which as of last episode, it dropped uh, 24%. Mm. So it dropped down to, That's I think I had um, 0.56, um, coming from 0.63 um, million viewers. That, But previous, um, the shows that were airing in this time, it's actually an increase.
2: Mm. Really? So the hmm. Oprah
3: network the Own network at this time slot has actually been struggling. So even what Lindsay's getting isn't it's been dropping, but mm-hmm. it's better than what they had. That's very So nice. just yeah. again, just putting these questions out there, making now, people think about the true intentions.
2: Own at least in my area is extended cable, so it's it's not readily available like other than like the big four networks. But when it comes to someone who was such a star and made so much money in films and has such a following that is the entity of Lindsay Lohan, to have these ratings, is it scary for the future of her career that so few people really do care to see the personal side of her? Do you think it's it's a scary time for her career or no?
1: No, I think only because how relevant has Lindsay been lately? I mean as far as like how hot she's been, like, in the tabloids and stuff. I mean, not much has been happening. She hasn't... The last movie she shot was with the Canyons. I think mm. they filmed that, like, two years ago or something. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's just a matter of once she actually restarts her career again, but, it'll be fine, but there's just... She hasn't been she, around.
2: Yeah, but she's been turning that key a, a lot. I mean, well, she did her Saturday Night Live. True. She's she done Chelsea a lot of Handler, thing. I mean... Yeah. You know, I mean it's like is the engine going to start or is it not at this point with her? And I I mean it's just if you have someone that's such a mega celebrity in the celebrity world and if you you know if you type in LIN on Google, Lindsay Lohan's the first thing that comes up. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, it's like the people aren't the people don't care. The people don't care to see her own her show for her name's sake.
3: Have the people become almost desensitized like are we so been overexposed with all the Lindsay Lohan's you know antics or DUIs yeah. or jail things that people are just like hmm yeah, again, yeah. Uh, people are, are over are we on it. this again
2: I mean Sunday nights are tough anyway so to have to watch <laughs> something that's so hashed out that's been hashed out with people have given her so many chances I guess people and I don't really blame them are just watching something perhaps more entertaining I don't know
3: or is the show not real enough yet as we said like we've all mentioned, it's really bringing Oprah in is going to be the it's going to be the only ratings plus for this episode that yeah. people are going to draw in. unless she gets real unless this girl talks about the most private sacred thing that she won't let the cameras on which we were all kind of thinking this whole doco series was about. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. not worth watching. You're
2: absolutely right, Lindsay. Until we-
3: <laughs> I can go down to my local goodwill store and <laughs> I can I can dress up like you or I can <laughs> unpack all the bag thing. I mean, there's yeah. You're yeah, not giving you. me
1: anything to tune into. I You're think, right. I think the next episode is going to take a turn. Well, now I'm jumping into predictions. Sorry. Do we want to go Let's into zero. predictions?
0: let Your yeah. After Buzz TV predictions.
1: Oh, that's Thank new. Thank you, yeah. well, we didn't fun. make a note to him. Sorry. Steven Hi, Stephen. Thanks for Jason. being cool, cool for the past 38 minutes back there. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I was thinking about this. I mean, the last three episodes, like I said, to me, not much has happened. So if they've managed to make eight episodes about this, episode four has to be a turning point. It it just – it has to. I don't know how much more they can stretch the moving and the chaos and the stress any thinner. I, I want so. it to
2: be true. I think it would make a great story linear, linearly, but I don't know. I don't know. I think we're going to see the interview – the sit-down with Dina, and that's going to be very interesting because Dina had an interview with Dr. Phyllis. I've discussed almost <laughs> every week now. That was a hot mess, and I enjoyed it so much. But I just don't know if she's going to act that way with the mighty O. So I'm cu- I'm basically I'm really curious to see how she's going to handle the center- sit-down. I think the first two or three questions are going to be very pageant type answers, and then Oprah's going to be like, like she's, she already asked a real question. Yeah, she's we like, heard did her Did you ass. fail your yeah. daughter? Like, you know, did you <laughs> fail your daughter? It was that the question?
1: Did you feel like you failed <laughs> as a mother? Yeah. As a mother, as
2: a mother. Yeah. yeah. And then, so she's going to so just snap some... Dina right into reality, and she and, and I think everyone could use that.
3: Good. She she might, that's what Oprah's it. for. Yeah, one of her lines, which I said, Hey, Lindsay, cut the bullshit. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I
1: love Oprah. She's mm-hmm. so cool, guys. She's so cool.
2: <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> Lindsay went on um, Jimmy Fallon when she was promoting the show, and she she was her life coach. But I mean, I think it was more along the lines of like. Like a, just to give her a title, I don't really see those two really meeting on the regular. He called her Oprah her yeah. life coach.
1: I feel like Oprah is everybody's I life mean, coach. You know, I, I think that's kind of <laughs> what
2: she meant. Like it's like, oh, yeah, she she is in some realm but i felt when oprah intervened and when she was sitting down with Lindsay, she really was almost like the voice of reason i felt like god was speaking to her like you need to put this together you need to move here if you want this you need to do this and it was all true
3: and it was also like on camera for the record i'm getting you to a sit down and tell me you want this Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the option. You can pull out now, but you're saying on camera, I want to stay. I'm also asking you on camera, which is pretty difficult, but you either, you're either you either lying or you're not. Are you Have you been sober? She put those the two mm-hmm. hardest questions she could have done, and she documented all. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know Oprah's not dumb. No. Oprah yeah. is a smart woman, and that's why she came in that she said, I'm going to put these two questions. So if it backfires, it doesn't backfire on me.
2: Straight on Lindsay. Oh yeah, she she's a producer. You know, she knows what she's doing. Exactly. last point is my prediction as well. And the most interesting thing of all the promotion for this show was the point where they asked the sober coach, is Lindsay sober? And he had that moment of pause, and I think that moment is yes. next week. Yes. So I'm really dying to see the continuation of that and I wanna see. What's the deal? Do we know? Will we ever know? Who knows? Alright, where can we find you guys?
1: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Kylie Hodges. And guys, you
3: can find me at Twitter at host McGrath. And you can also find me on Facebook at Stephanie
2: McGrath. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael R. Thank you for watching.
0: See you guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitec, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.